0: Tomorrow, the high is now 101.
1: Oh, do you have to go to the office tomorrow? I do. Oh my God. I. No. Brian Caves Arelli. Hey. Hey. Before we get into our show, we have to address a matter that is a serious matter, one that we don't want to leave till the end of the show when all of you are already clicking off of your podcast app because you already know that we're going to end the show when we share our Instagram handles. So we're going to say right at the beginning, we have to issue an apology to our good friend, the backup Bryant, the bub, Bryant Lepic. And I stress Lepic because for many episodes, just in my own head, I had been saying his name Bryant Lepic. There's no two e's, there's just one. E. I even asked my my better half and she was like I would have never thought it was Lepic. <laughs> Why did you think it was Lepic? There's only one e. So I have to issue a formal apology to Bryant Lepic. You have to say Lepic le, like legend. So mm. shout out to the legend himself. Brian Lepic. Great guy. Great all-around person. I It's been such a long time since I've seen him in person. I need to see him.
0: Well, we're going to see him next
1: month. Next month in July, we're going down to Charlotte, North Carolina, down south, home of pimento cheese, barbecue. Sure. NASCAR. The basketball triangle. We got it all down there mm. in North North Carolina. Um, so, Brian Lepic. I have to let everybody know we always respect people's names. We don't want to call people the wrong thing on this show, and we pride ourselves Mm -hmm. on being respectful to everybody's names. So, Bryant, I hope you can accept our apologies. Just like the names, like Frank Barber, names that we know and we say correctly because we don't want to insult anybody. Nailed it. Nailed it. First try. Anyway, let's talk about... Some other things. Now that we have that issue uh, out of the way. We this is our, maybe our first formal apology we've had to make on Brian. And me,
0: we normally don't make them. We normally just tell everybody to suck it up. But uh,
1: suck it up, Buttercup. Buy
0: some bootstraps. But Brian Leffick, is uh, he's good people. He's he's deserving oh, yeah. of all the respect. So
1: oh, for sure, totes and So Brian, let's talk about um, speaking of respect, R E S P C T. You heard some music yourself that garners some respect. And this person mm. doesn't have a wreath of pipes, but they got some pipes. Why don't you walk us through the concert extravaganza that you had down past the Mason Dixon?
0: Yeah. So we, uh, we drove on out to the, uh, lovely little burg of, uh, Wilmington, North Carolina. Was that my... West out West or out East? It's out. It's, out, it's out East out near okay. the coast. It's we, uh, we were near the beach, but never went to the beach. Um, didn't really have time um but yeah we went and hung out and stayed with my sister-in-law who lives out there we uh caught a show we caught uh saint paul and the broken bones a band that you and i have seen together previously and who put on absolutely absolutely incredible show um had a crazy thing happen um that's never happened to me before so um if you've ever been to one of those like Amphitheater type mm-hmm. setups where it's got like, you know, the the chairs and then behind is like the lawn seats or whatever where you can like bring a chair. Um, we were in the very back row of the chairs, so we weren't on the lawn. But we were in the furthest back row. So, so you did get
1: into the amphitheater part. You weren't just we on were, the
0: lawn. Yeah, we weren't okay. on the lawn. Um, so it was not a sellout show. I mean, it's mm-hmm. Wilmington. It's not a huge town. You know, they're not a, a huge, huge name. They're a big name. They're, they're growing. But um, they were co-headlining with Fits and the Tantrums, who actually I knew more of their songs than I thought I did. But I think that's mostly from uh, Reels slash TikToks. That's like
1: The Weekend. I, I don't know. If you told me, what song does The Weekend sing? I can never tell you what song they think, sing. But whenever I hear a song, I'm like, oh, that's The Weekend, right?
0: Like, I don't know any of the names of their songs. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, you've you've definitely heard some of them. Um, anyway, so Saint Paul was the second act. So there was like an opener mm. and then Saint Paul and then fits the Tantrums went on last. And so when St. Paul came out, Alyssa and myself and my sister-in-law Carson, we're we just we're just going nuts. I mean, we'd had a few, we'd had a few beers. Um, we were I've having seen a good you time. dance at St. Yeah. Paul with Broken Bones. You probably you, you get into it. I, I get way into it and we were just going absolutely nuts and then this person that was working there just walks up to us and is like hey do you guys want to go up front into the pit <clears throat> and I'm like are you serious like hell yeah I want to go down to the front to the p-. so they gave us wristbands and we were we walked right down to like the standing room only section right in front of the stage I mean uh, you know, Paul, the lead singer from Saint Paul, and the Broken Bones. Like his name is actually Paul. His name is actually Paul. Yeah. Oh man, I didn't know that.
1: <laughs> Seems kind of um really self-important there that whenever he calls himself Saint Barber.
0: It's it's funny that he Saint always he, he's Saint he's Barbara. said in the past, like before they came up with that name, that he never wanted to be like a name and X, like you know Bruce Springsteen oh. and the E Street Band or something. So I don't know how they ultimately decided on that, but yeah like he made eye contact with us he acknowledged us a couple times at one point he came down into the audience and like walked i mean all around like the amphitheater and we Mm -hmm. like slapped five with him as he walked by singing like it was did he hang out under a rug at all this time there was no rug and there was no cape this time he didn't wear a cape no but he had some really sparkly (sighs) uh bright shoes
1: okay because when we saw him we saw him at the um columbus commons yeah in 2019 yes yeah, 2019 before the world ended um, in 2019 we saw them and yeah it was a completely free show the commons was packed there were a ton of people there and yeah he wore this big like glittery cape and if you haven't heard saint paul and the broken bones the music is phenomenal and the lead singer paul is just he's extrav- extravagant extravagant is all get out yeah. And he's got the voice to back up these extravagance. And at the end of the show, like in the last song, he's rolling underneath the carpet that's on the stage with the microphone. So he's still singing, but he's rolling underneath the carpet. And that is, um, I might not be able to like remind Amy like who we saw at that concert, but I'll say the guy under the carpet, she be like, oh, I remember them. I remember them. In long uh, ways, but
0: yeah. He did roll around on stage at one point while singing. There was just no uh, there was no carpet. Okay. um but yeah absolutely I and mean, if it's the tantrums they were fine like it's pretty standard generic ish kind of poppy stuff uh. but you know <laughs> reminds me to say like a maroon five or something like it was they were they were okay um saint paul was incredible though so i had that experience now thomas you also had a musical experience uh, a couple weekends ago
1: I did. I think this was maybe the day before you went to St. Paul and Bruce. You went last Saturday, right? Yep. I went Friday of not this last weekend, but the weekend prior. So this was two weekends ago that you went to St. Paul and I went to this one. I went to see um, the name Pop. They were the headliners. Pop. You might hear him as Pop, the band. They are a. They're Canadian. I don't know what to say. I don't. I wouldn't necessarily put them in rock because their music is a little. Faster than rock. You need to listen to us. I need to send
0: you a song or something. I've, I've listened to, listen. to I've listened to some based on your uh okay. Uh, what's there like bloody bloody Mary Kate or something? Oh bloody Mary Kate and Ashley, that's a funny one.
1: Uh and then they're also kind of like punk music and they're kind of like pop punk music. Um, It's. I don't know how to. I'm not good at genreing. I'm not good at putting things into to boxes, at least in music terms. But it's it's a really good show. The great thing is the four people in the band. They'll harmonize throughout songs. So in every song, all four of them are singing. Like they have a lead singer, but. Everyone's singing, which is kind of cool. You don't see that a lot. You maybe see guitarists or somebody jump in, you know, um, they'll add some background vocals, but they'll actually sing the same thing, all for the drummer included. And it's a pretty fun show. Plus, they're really energetic. It's one of those bands where um, they're all around the stage, they're flying around the stage, and they're Canadian. So they're really polite. And partway through the show, they're like, Hey, did you make any friends down there? Be nice to everybody. And I'm not joking. I'm not making fun of them. Like that's literally what they were saying to people. Are any uh, of them dogs though? They're not dogs. None of them are dogs. That's, that's false advertising. I know it is. They used to be named Topanga and then they changed their name to pup. This was years ago. They've been pups since I think 2014, but uh, they, they used to be named Topanga. So I actually wore my boy meets world Topanga shirt and, um, just uh, and, and here's something i need to ask you this bright because i thought this rule was tried and true but going to the pup concert on friday there were a lot of people wearing a t-shirt of the band playing have you noticed that like when you go to shows do you notice that people are wearing that band shirt and it's not like they just bought it and threw it on i can understand that these are people who at home put on the band shirt and came to their concert i thought that was taboo
0: i thought it was too but i don't really understand why because like it's just
1: not cool to like we already know you're there to watch them maybe that's the intent it's like it. if i'm
0: going but if i'm going to a sporting event that's different i'm wearing the team's colors like i don't, I don't know i just well, I'm anyway def- i'm definitely the person the second person you mentioned that will buy the shirt when i when i'm there and then put it on immediately
1: i i bought shirts um i've been buying a lot of concert shirts actually because every time i go i buy one i bought two for pup and one of the openers whom i'll talk about in just a moment i don't put them on though like i put them on my shoulder or something i don't actually wear them and some shows that they like laura jane gray say let you leave and come back they had re-entry so we bought the shirts and we're like put in the car <laughs> we're not holding this stuff and we go back to the car uh but it it was good the second band i think their name is angel dust but the s is a money sign they've been around for a long time but they're just uh, they're pretty heavy they're not bad they're like a rock punk they do some hardcore like fast songs but lead singer had no stage presence that's i think that was the difference between them and pop is pop has so much stage presence and this other band they've been around for so long and they just they play great music it just wasn't that you know exciting to watch but the main or not the main the opener so I'm going in reverse order the opener's yeah. name is Oceanator and they I saw them open for Jeff Rosenstock back in November and they were three person band and it was like a pretty um, melodic punk band uh there were just three people a guitarist a bassist and a drummer so it wasn't I guess you'd say very dynamic they don't have electrical like sounds like you would imagine 21 pilots they're just two people but they're using sounds they're using you know sound effects and stuff this is just your plain punk band bass guitar drummer that's it well they added a fourth person and they were they were really good they were really good like i liked them when they opened for jeff rosenstock but the pal uh ryan who was on this show before we go to concerts together Um, he didn't really like them because he thought oh everything sounds the same it's kind of boring after like during this show they played their first song and i looked over and eyes his eyes were just like this is very different from the last time i heard them (laughs) um so i bought one of their shirts too and the cool thing is is for these maybe not cool for them they probably want to make a lot more money but the the lead singer she was the one who was doing the merch table so (laughs) between um between angel dust and pup i went up and i bought a shirt and i'm just talking to the lead singer and it's just like they're just on the road selling their 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 wares and i told him, hey i saw you all at jeff rosenstock back in november and i really love your new album and just yeah. talking to him about stuff it's pretty it's pretty cool it's different than going to like uh genesis or you know the rolling stones where you don't you don't get that you see them on stage and right. that's it but smaller shows like this you talk to the bands you talk to the people there which is really a cool feature for
0: and i'm gonna get on my high horse for a second when you Ooh. mentioned that because it, it made me think of something Buy like i know not everybody has the same amount of money uh-huh. but when you do go especially small shows like that <laughs> buy merch right like because those guys those smaller bands like that like they're not making a ton of money and they're selling but- shirts for 20 bucks right but a lot of times, I went to
1: John Mullaney. There was, he was selling white t shirts, white t shirts for $45. Yeah. Like, fuck off. I'm not buying it. So, most of these bands are selling for 20, 25 bucks. Shit, for Jeff Rodenstock, I bought two shirts because they were 20 bucks. I'm
0: like, God, I was going to spend 40 on one. I'll just buy two for, you know, and, I've, and tip too. My understanding, especially with smaller, like more independent type artists like that, is most of that money's going to them they're probably paying for the t-shirts right to get printed so they're keeping more of the money as opposed to you know you go buy it from some big yeah you, know, you again genesis or the rolling stones <laughs> or some i don't know why our music all of a sudden skewed to like the 70s there but uh, they're still it, in arenas that's
1: what i was thinking arena tours like tay 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 swift will they we'll say a little more recent reference
0: i, I guess this is the land of confusion <laughs> um good genesis song peter gabriel was the better part of genesis by the way I wanna be... like yeah so peter yeah i mean, is better yeah buy buy merch buy merch from your your small and buy stuff at the venue buy drinks buy mm. buy booze because that's how those those venues make the money
1: i i did go away from my you mentioned booze from my no drinking um I decided if I'm at a concert, I'll drink. I don't drink at home. So I, I did have uh, a couple drinks. Um, another cool thing is I saw my friend Chuck, uh, Chuck Harland. He was in the army with me. we were in the reserves in the same unit back way back in the day. Uh, 2013 is when I got out. I think he got up maybe like 2015 or something like that. I hadn't seen him in god years I, I i couldn't remember maybe 2014 2013 was oh, wow. the last time i saw him and we're me and ryan are standing there talking before the uh for oceanator starts up and he just walks over i'm like holy holy crap and then we talked and he's like yeah i just want a ticket and he likes going to shows like that he'd seen pup before um he's just like yeah i i'm here alone too like i won tickets i couldn't find somebody else to go with so i got to hang out with a friend from years past all night we got another drink afterwards at a bar right outside of the house of blues there and it was it was it was a really it's good cool. time and if you like anything rock punk pop punk like that uh Pup did one of those shows where anytime they're within a couple hours i'm probably gonna go now like that's how good they were that's how good of a show they put on good to know. yeah so give them a give them a listen if you haven't um well if you're listening to us it's much better than us
0: yes yeah 100 yeah. in any of the music we've discussed thus far on the show um is 100 percent better than anything we're doing
1: oh for sure for sure and let us show you what we mean as we start the next episode of Bright me episode 94 <laughs> Welcome, boys and girls, to Bright Me. We're a podcast. We talk about soccer and other things, other podcasty things. Welcome back to Bright Me. We've been off for a week because we had tornado warnings last week. Sorry about that. Uh, we did have a really special guest, soccer noob, in person noob from Soccer Noob Rockin' America. Keep on Rockin' in the Noob World. It was going to be on our show last week, but unfortunately, I didn't want to start recording. When there's potential for loud storms and interruptions and all that. We don't want to do that to our guests. A little scheduling this week couldn't really make it work. So next week, though, we're going to have Soccer New Bond, our show. But tonight we still have uh, four or five hours to get through. We're going to talk about the Chicago soccer athletes and their win on the weekend featuring the return of a certain, a certain um, Bianca St. George. So we're going to talk about that. We're also gonna talk about some other happenings across the NWSL getting into the US women's national team. What do you have to you had? Someone say, Brian, what do you want to say?
0: Oh no, I was just saying, ooh.
1: Oh, I thought oh, I thought you were I was like, you can you jump in. I mean, we're we're all friends here. Uh, then we're gonna get into after the US women's national team. They released their rosters today. CC Kaiser, not on the list. Mm. And then we're gonna talk about the Columbus crew and the Columbus Eagles and a real fun weekend coming up here in the city of, uh, uh, of Columbus, Ohio. I know where I live. So we'll go into that and then we'll get into all of your ask ma'am questions, not just from this week, but from last week too, because mm-hmm. we care about you and you took the time to give us questions and gosh, darn it. We're going to honor that. We're going to honor that. No rundown this week. Uh, some of the premier league teams, they made signings, but we're not going to do that. We'll talk about that later. Later on in the summer, once some more signings have finished, we're going to hop right into our first topic, and that is the Chicago soccer athletes. Brian Caves, where are the Chicago soccer athletes on the NWSL table?
0: They are sitting in the, they, they've got them, they've got uh, the leaders right where they want them. They're sitting in that number two spot, Ooh. tied, tied on points, behind on goal diff.
1: With a game in hand. Mm. on the San Diego wave Chicago soccer athletes are in second place in the NWSL if you follow any banter clubs they are not in the top six they're seventh place in Gotham uh, but yeah Chicago is looking pretty good and that's considering a lot of people who are injured mm. and a lot of people who are absent but uh, just go over real quick what happened when they played over the weekend they welcomed Orlando who is not doing well the coach that they brought in in the offseason is already suspended pending an investigation into allegations of, um, I think it was retribution. They were retaliating against players on the team. Jesus. So, yeah, welcome to welcome new coach to the league. So, Chicago was facing a team that have gone through some issues. Marta already hurt for the whole whole year with their ACL issue uh, you have Sydney and LaRue that's mm, you're not you're not doing too great this yeah. season they came into and they're they're at the bottom right there around North Carolina um, actually North Carolina is two games in hand and they're only down a point to Orlando so Orlando's going to kind of be in the the basement of this season but Chicago they came out and they didn't need much it was just a one. <laughs> It was a 1-0 victory at home in Chicago, and it was no nobody other than Mal Pugh who
0: scored the goal. Did you see the goal? I did see the goal, and you know you give Mal Pugh the credit for you know she put the ball in the back of the net. But what's really sure. important here is who was it, Thomas, that set up that Mallory Pugh goal with with a with a very key interception. It was in the right
1: place at the right time, but still had to make the right moves to make the right decision to pass them out pew. And that was BSG Bianca St. George's summer of St.
0: The summer continues. the summer of St. George,
1: George. Oh man. That was, uh, she'd been out for an undisclosed illness over the last few weeks. It's been a minute since she's played actually this season. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, she came back first match back and she's already making an impact. So she intercepts a pass, which in all fairness to the people passing, it's not a great pass. <laughs> it seems like they passed it right to where BSG was at. you um, made it look like a bad pass. That's true. That's true. She had not played though since May 28th. And right now Chicago has gone through some schedule congestion. They've had matches seems like every three days they're playing they've had so many midweek matches so she missed a good amount of games i mean they've played eight matches yeah she's only played in five of them so she's missed three matches this year bsg has and <clears throat> came back and it didn't matter she intercepted the ball found mal pew and pew just did the, did the do
0: did what she does, man. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, she's got five goals on the season already. She's, if it wasn't for the season that Alex Morgan is having out west, she'd be right, right there. And the, I mean, and she's, I mean, it's still early on in the season. She's still very much in that golden boot conversation.
1: Alex Morgan had a big season last year at the beginning, but then she fell off
0: too. And I believe if we go back and rewind the tape, I believe I predicted Mal Pugh would win the golden boot oh. at the start of the season. So, there's still uh, you time, know, you, you know. My uh, my call on uh, Lucas on as, as MVP is kind of hit a kind of hit the side of a mountain, but hit a snag,
1: yeah.
0: But my uh, could recover, my, <laughs> he could recover. My Mallory, my Mallory Pugh uh, golden uh, boot prediction, we're still in play for that one
1: for sure. And I think she could do it, like I mentioned, Alex Morgan, she had a great beginning of the season last year, she scored a ton of goals then kind of fell off as the year went on. Alex Morgan's never really played at this high of a caliber across an entire season before in the NWSL. Internationally, fantastic. But during the domestic you know, season, hasn't always done it for the entire season. So we'll see how much that holds on. Malpew is going to pass her domestic season high, which I think was six goals. So she's, <laughs> she yeah. has a lot of goals. She has a lot of matches left to do it. But yeah, she's been... She's been dynamite, and then chalk up the assist to BSG. BSG, though, in the in the regular season, she has got two goals and an assist in five matches. So, I think look at this team. This team is down. So many people T- down. Tierna Davidson, uh, Aaron Wright, Mogatros down, uh, and then you have Sarah Wolmo, Casey Krueger and Kelia Watt all down with maternity leave. They're on maternity leave right now. It's, and then you lose Kayla Sharples. That was one bad thing is Kayla Sharples went down. Yeah. That, that
0: that's <sighs> one, that one as a, like, I really like, I really have like, she's really grown on me a lot. I think this season, like getting to see her play that much more and she's played really well. Right. Um, I was really worried about that position coming into the season. Um, just you know, when you lose a player of the caliber, Julie Ertz, mm-hmm. I was you know on
1: the on the Gordon, field, yeah, yeah, Sarah the, Gordon let's just focus on the field with
0: that one. <laughs> um, when you lose that caliber of player, and then obviously Tierna Davidson's not, you know, Tierna mm-hmm. Davidson getting hurt, that was a position we were really worried about. But Kayla Sharples has really held her own. Now that looked bad. Have we heard a prognosis on that yet? Was that an ACL?
1: I haven't seen anything about that yet. Um, I can do some digging. I can check the Encyclopedia That's Britannica it. and see what
0: what's uh, going on. Didn't look good. It Looked like a knee. Yeah. Which when I start thinking knees, I start thinking ACLs. And speaking of ACLs,
1: Kristen Press was announced today that she just yeah. tore her ACL. Now she's out for the season. Uh, it's so these knee injuries. I mean, these things happen. It seems like in soccer, especially, you see ACLs. Getting torn all the time. You're. It seems like every team at least has a player who goes down. From, i already mentioned earlier, Marta. She's out for the season because of it. Now you have Kristen Press. You might have, unfortunately, Kayla Sharples, Keely Watt at the end of last season. Um, that, although, by the way, we didn't mention she, this was until I, Keely Watt did announce the uh, pregnancy. The baby is already more athletic than us.
0: Um. (laughs) yeah that between between mom and dad that baby is far more athletic and far better looking oh for sure oh yeah no (laughs)
1: definitely (laughs) just FYI the baby's not born but Achille and JJ they really timed it because she's like hey I'm injured for pretty much a year Let's do this baby now.
0: Let's do this baby thing now. <laughs> let's you know, as, as a fan of the team, I appreciate that. Like let's, you know, let's 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 do both these things at once here. We don't yeah. need you missing time for an injury and then time for maternity leave. We need you on the pitch. All right. Let's and
1: as a fan of them as human beings. They just both seem like really great human beings. I mean, we saw firsthand in North Carolina. She came up and talked to a fan that she remembered. She even remembered us. So um I mean, how could you forget us, to be fair? I think people try. <laughs> <laughs> they try, but they're not successful. Right. Uh, but uh, no, so Chicago there, they're doing good. Yeah. They're no. doing good. Knock on wood. I mean, you've lost a lot of folks. You've got some rookies who are really showing out this year. Uh, it's you, you always hung your hat. This team, you always usually hung your hat on. Okay, they have Julie Ertz, they have Tierna Davidson, they had, you know, Kruger, they had Mo, they had Alyssa Nair. Now, except for Alyssa, Nair, you're down all those other people. And yeah, these rookies are playing fantastic. And I think it re- it's really gonna make it tough whenever you have folks like Wright come back and you have, you know, well, not Mo. I don't think Mo loses any of her playing time, but if you Mo have these Mo, players yeah. come back, it's gonna be hard to Justify moving some of these young kids out of uh, those positions.
0: Well, and shout out to player of the match, a player who we're big fans of here on this show, Tatum Lazo the Hurricane. She is. She she moved into center back.
1: She was pretty much the center back when Sharples went down. She has she's played great. Like yeah, Mm. yeah. I mean, Chicago kept Washington to two draws. Now, one of them, they did give up the last, you know, the goal towards the end of the match on a free kick, but uh, they've been playing well. I mean, Malazzo and Rodman, that one-to-one draw a couple weeks back, that was a back-and-forth match where mm-hmm. Malazzo gets her one time, Rodman gets her the next time. And that was a lot of fun to watch. And then during yeah. that NWSL Cup last year, the championship, Malazzo was... Doing the most for Chicago in that match, she was everywhere. So, I it's just it, there's a lot of young talent on this team, and um, yeah, a lot of young talent. It, it's exciting to
0: see. And given, I think what so many of those players in that locker room went through mm-hmm. um, under Rory, and then with everything coming out about Rory and a lot of upheaval on the team with a lot of players that were, I think, big and big influences in that locker room. Mm-hmm um you know leaving i think for the team to um hopefully and hopefully they can keep this momentum but for them to have played this well so far i think is really speaks a lot to them yeah um them personally not the organization cuz no. fuck that organization but the players we'll the, say the
1: ownership there are people, I'm sure there are, are people great in the people organization in the that office, are great.
0: That's, yeah, that's, you know, I, I think people know what I mean. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No we the, know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. No, I got you.
0: Mostly just Arnhem. in case
1: people don't know, um, just clarify it's the ownership. That's it's, we don't
0: And know. it's, it's really mostly Arnhem. <clears throat> um, Cause yeah, I don't, I don't know how much some of those minority owners, you know, I don't know how much Sarah Spain has just for instance, in, involved in the day to day. Like she's like been
1: how, open as much as she's allowed to. Yeah. From any ndas from any agreements so she's been still sarah spain's not somebody who will not speak her mind Let's put it
0: no way. sarah spain is sarah spain's a fun follow if you don't follow sarah spain on uh on any social media she's a fun follow on twitter and instagram um sure. okay. member of the bam fam sarah spain huh.
1: It's, it's So it's good times in Chicagoland area when it comes to at least the, uh, the NWSL soccer side, MLS side. Mm-hmm. Not great. I think they're in last place. But what are you going to do? That's Chicago fire for you. Um, you can move them out of Bridgeview. They're always going to suck. Let's talk about another NWSL happening, and that's Savannah McCaskill. We have lobbied to save Savannah McCaskill <clears throat> and for these teams to start treating McCaskill right, for gosh sakes. Um, and we have another argument in that rationale for why you should treat Savannah McCaskill right now in that match, unfortunately where Kristen press did get injured um, tearing the ACL, they were in racing Louisville and Savannah McCaskill scored the last two goals in the match for mm-hmm. angel city to win three to two last year playing against the red stars. After she was traded to Louisville, she scored a goal in their three zero destroying of Chicago last season. So it, angel city if you get rid of savannah mccaskill she's gonna score on your ass next year
0: she's gonna score on you he is um and, and you know I, I don't know i don't. obviously i've never met her i'm just gonna go out and go ahead and guess that she's petty she's just like oh, you know what yeah. you know what you you get rid of me just wait i'm gonna come back and i'm gonna shove it up your
1: guaranteed l next season
0: <laughs> guaranteed the, uh, l. l for love <laughs> it's the charlie sheen speech in major league he's like i'm gonna catch Aww. on with another team and when i play you i'm gonna shove it up your ass oh is that when he gets fake uh, when, <laughs> he gets when he fake gets cut. fake cut yeah yeah and then he
1: tackles dorn
0: <laughs> marches into lou brown's office
1: yeah no oh, lou brown so mccaskill um scored two goals that was great uh another nwsl happening we want to share before we get into us women's national team and it's a nice segue is our pal alex which we'll get a question about this later on alex dumas um he is a cc kaiser fan i'm trying to think of the right word for it fan doesn't seem to express it but he um when we talk about John Corleone and Rose Lavelle, that's what we think with Alex and CC yeah. Kaiser. So um, Alex has gotten like a selfie with CC and stuff, and he had he uh, has racing Louisville polo. He wears racing Louisville stuff. He recently bought a. He just re- received a, a few weeks ago his CC Kaiser racing Louisville jersey, mm. and then just over the weekend, what happened, Brian? <laughs> um.
0: Well she um she departed from mm. uh from louisville um mm. not departed as in off this mortal coil but uh departed from louisville and was traded to the kansas city current so mm. um you know that twitter account that's like images that precede you know massive <laughs> unfortunate <laughs> events yep. unfortunate events i think oh. we need to submit his cc uh, kaiser <laughs> jersey to that awesome jersey i got to that account
1: <laughs> Uh, if he would uh, unfortunately he did not post it he didn't post it when he got it it would have been great if he did so you can kind of time stamp it on twitter show the screenshot of him showing his jersey and then show another one of <laughs> kansas city has acquired cc kaiser another and, thing i got to call out for for alex real quick too or no go ahead you first
0: i was, was gonna we'll say and that's out. why i don't get player names on jerseys <laughs> Cause, very true because i i well I, I guess i do have that alex morgan spurs kit but it's like I just know that the minute I get a player's uh, name on the kit, they're going to get traded or, or something's going to happen. I'm superstitious, so.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, so he uh, he he did the whole buy the jersey, all the thing, blah blah blah. So then on uh, on Insta, he's showing his <clears throat> appreciation for the things that we say because he uh, stole a line that we put on Twitter because we nicknamed her KCC now. So she's KCC Kaiser. And he goes on Instagram on his story and he goes ahead and he he steals our joke in his little thirst posts on his thirst story where he's showing his selfie and he at cc kaiser on there and he says kcc something like that and i was like you better not be stealing our jokes for your immoral reasons so anyway uh, alex also shared with us the u.s women's national team preliminary list which cc kaiser was on the preliminary roster but that's a really good segue into not the preliminary roster but the actual roster, roster. the real <laughs> roster. So, what happened um,
0: on the real roster, Bryant? Unfortunately, uh, Cece Kaiser did not make the uh, mm. the women's national team roster. No, she didn't. Uh, and the reason we're calling Alex out, okay? I,
1: I didn't. We didn't. I didn't talk to you, Brian, about us bringing this up. Is when I was on the Bryant Me account the other day, I had to call out some foolishness. i'd call it some foolishness when it came to mr dumas and do you know the foolishness that i'm talking about
0: um i did go back and read it i believe he said that he basically said that uh, trinity rodman's a bum Mm. i believe is what he said just said she's a bum just hot garbage
1: what what bothered me Trinity Robin. Okay. She posted this quote and just women's sports got in trouble for it because out of context, it sounds pretty bad. I'm paving. This is what Trinity Robin said. I'm paving the path for younger players and showing older players that this is what they should have gotten in the first place. When I read that, I did not think that she was calling out older players. No, I think I, I didn't read that at all, but a lot of people did. They looked at it as they just started attacking Trinity Robin to the point where she apologized for, it, but I don't think you do. I think the intent of what she was saying was, Hey, I'm showing younger players, this is what you should get. And I'm showing older players, hey, this is what they should have been paying you the whole time. She right. wasn't saying like, hey, you could have gotten this. She's not acting smug about it. If anything, she's like, hey, they screwed you over. And now she's it's time for like us to lamenting, not get screwed
0: over. Yeah, lamenting the fact right. that they didn't get, what they deserved and and she should get more than than what she's gotten to be honest but and
1: other players from the past should have gotten more they absolutely. should have gotten more than what they got so that was the intent of what she said she apologized and Alex quote tweeted it I'm gonna read it verbatim so it's out there in the pod world and it's it's registered in the the archive of podcast history I don't know if that's even a thing and ours wouldn't be registered but I'm sure here's what he said and I quote I'm sure that her last name, being what it is, doesn't have anything to do with how successful she's been. I first of all, and this didn't even I didn't even say share this till later on in the, in the thread. She doesn't even have a relationship with her dad. She doesn't even have one. When she was drafted, yeah. she did an interview and she was like, I'd rather talk about my mom because she raised me. I don't talk to him. I think he came to one of his her matches last season or something like that. Uh, talk my mom is my hero my mom was the one like yeah rodman is not getting off the phone with king jong-un and then calling the nwsl and saying hey get my daughter in the league get my daughter on there if you look at the advertising for nwsl she's a part of it but she's not predominantly out there they're not throwing rodman rodman out there and honestly do you think a lot of nwsl supporters are really thinking about the 90s bulls whenever they're thinking about players like who are you? Who are you pand- Like, how does that pander to anybody that her, her father was Dennis Rodman? So I, I took offense to it because it's not just that. She was 19 years old and she had better stats than Jess Fishlock, who won the MVP. She won rookie of the year, had huge goals or huge moments in the playoffs. Yep. Playoffs? playoffs against oh, all Range. She scored a goal that got them back into the match. She had the assist on the championship winning goal against Chicago and he says that she's only at this point because her dad's name. Come on, dude. Yeah, I'm not buying that. It was it was a I had to text Robbie. Because Robbie and Alex, that's how we know Alex is through Robbie Rogers who is on the show. He's also snuck on as a co-host with Gianna Belcastro still salty about that but I had to text Robbie I was like Robbie I was getting frustrated at this point and I usually I don't let trolls frustrate me but Alex he trolled he got me good I, I was like Robbie come get your boy <laughs> you need to come get your boy because he's lost it he's lost his mind um but yeah on the U.S. Women's National Team roster I'm sorry let's get back into that Trini Rodman is on it her dad made the calls pulled the strings She's on the the US women's national team roster for this summer's World Cup Olympic qualifying tournament, the CONCACAF Women's Championship. Um and CC Kaiser is
0: not is not on that roster. The, listen to this uh listen to this forward group for a second Thomas cuz this hmm. is uh this is something else. There's one uh, with some to...
1: controversy, but go ahead, go ahead.
0: You got you got Ashley Hatch, you got Alex Morgan, Midge Purse, mm. Mal Pugh,
1: mm.
0: Megan Rapinoe, mm. Trinity Rodman, mm. Sophia Smith. Horrible. That's 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 a bunch of bums right bunch there. No, of, that's bunch of bums. That's what I no, that's say, yeah. uh, that's that's good luck that's... with that. Uh, everybody else in the world, because <laughs> like, and you saw Vlako came out today, and I believe he said, "How can you uh, not start Mal Pugh and Sophia Smith right now?"
1: Exactly. They're playing amazing. Whenever they played Uzbekistan, I think it was, um, it might've been Sophia Smith. When I was uh, interviewing her in the, in the area, walking into the stadium and stuff, she was saying like Mal P was the player of the game and Mal P didn't have like, she didn't have a hat trick. She didn't like, but just her play lately has been so amazing. She is young, but she's moving into that veteran kind of player. Yeah, she's only what twenty three or something st- stupid she, like that.
0: She's like she reminds me of to make a, like a Premier League, like what Delhi Alley kind of used to be was like people think he's been there forever, but only because he came into the the first team when he was like eighteen. Yeah, and so you know he you feel like he's been there forever, but he's only like in his mid twenties, and then he <laughs> he lost it. Where in this case. She's now getting, Q, she started she's when better.
1: 18 and she's getting better and better and she's staying healthy and she's getting yeah. better and better. It's, it's a tough group. Now there was some controversy because Kristen press was not on the list. This is not due to injury either. That was the issue. When they asked Vlatko, he said that, um, they got to play for a position on the team. And he said that Kristen press like didn't make the team for that reason. And the anger was Megan Rapino, because Megan Rapino has not played a lot this season. No. She's not played a ton. And then later it came out that actually Vlako and Megan Rapinoe made an agreement last year that Rapino was going to be on this team this summer. That was actually agreed on previously. So that's what he was holding. I have a theory. I didn't read the articles. So maybe it was in there. I didn't read it. I didn't have time. I've got kids, dinner, family, podcasting, all that stuff. Maybe this is it. Maybe this is the final tournament that Rapino's gonna do. Now, in my head, I'm thinking, well, next year's a World Cup. She she wants to play in the World Cup. And I feel like, and this isn't her, I don't think she's an attention grabber. I think the stuff that she does grabs attention, but I don't think she's doing it for hey, look at me, look at me over here. Um, I I feel like she would give herself like a farewell tour almost, like, hey this is my last season and NWSL would hype it up and everybody would hype it up. But if you agreed to be in this championship that outside of Canada, do you have a big challenge in this tournament? Maybe no. Mexico, Mexico is a rising team, but it's usually it's us and Canada. It's, right. Those are the two best teams. Why did she agree to be on this team? So is Very she doing that because maybe she's on her way out or maybe she wanted to show herself in a tournament so she could stay in the conversation for the World Cup? I don't know. But Rapino got some people angry justifiably because he thought, well, Chris Press, she should get there. She's played more than Megan Rapino. But then that only lasted a couple hours until it was <laughs> announced that Press had a torn ACL. And then it was like, well, okay. <laughs> if you're if you're Vladko
0: though let me ask you this because the toughest his, job in, in soccer his his statement do you really have to say like i don't know I, that that kind of rubbed me the wrong way when he's like she wasn't on the team even before she got injured like yeah he I, that kind of feels like you're throwing her under the bus a little bit like but that's
1: him. He's very yeah. He has of, that he's eastern kind of ass. Yeah. Well, he's got that like very eastern European kind of sternness, kind of like straight to the point. He says stuff kind of straight to the point. So I think that's yep. why that came from. Not justifying it. It's just a I, characteristic that he has. That's kind <laughs> of him. Yeah. That's fair. And you have to, and in this position, I mean, you saw it with Jill Ellis, who was not a popular coach. Players did not like playing for her. No. But it's somebody who makes confident decisions and they stick by their decisions yeah. you can't be flaky doing this you can't be wishy-washy no. as a coach of the u.s women's national team so uh, i i think the u.s national team coach is always going to rub people the wrong way because you're never going to get it right to everybody
0: there's well there's such a like high level of talent in the women i mean I know we didn't win the world cup this past or the the Olympics this past time. And we didn't win the, but like, come on, we're the best team. We're the best team in the world. Like we're the most, at the very least we're the most talented team in the world. Now, whether, whether we're the best or not on a, on a given day, you know, maybe, maybe not. We're definitely the most talented team in the world. There's no, there's no argument for that. So Um, yeah, I mean, you've got such a crazy amount of talent and and we've kind of talked about it before. You've got this kind of generation of people that are starting to probably don't have a ton more tournaments left in them. Right. Um, and you've got to kind of decide like, at what point do I, um, you know, say goodbye to a Megan Rapinoe or an Alex Morgan or someone like that, who is, you know, toward the, you know, getting Morgan's got another. She's More, definitely
1: on the world cup. And I think maybe the Olympics after that, but yeah, that's, I, I get what you're saying.
0: Like when do you start bringing these young, these young kids in though, and start, cause I mean, you don't want their first appearance to be at a world cup or a, you no. know, or an Olympics or something. So it's like, no. it becomes that balancing act of like giving, you know, these veteran players um, the time and the respect and, and all these things, but you also got to get these young kids um, some experience and some games that matter, mm-hmm. because you know that at some point that generation, that next generation, is going to have to take over, yeah, over the squad.
1: I, I think I think Rapinoe is the only name that I'm kind of suspicious of if she would make the next World Cup team. But like Becky Sauerbrunn, I think that's her. She's going to be at the World Cup. She's a veteran leader of the team. Oh, she's going to be there. Kelly O'Hara, she's a veteran leader and she still balls out. And oh, yeah. Kelly Kelly O'Hara is not slowing down due to age (laughs) by any means. Um, So I think that's another big one. I I think Alyssa Nair too. Goalkeepers are different. They can stay around a lot longer. Goalkeepers
0: can play till they're in their 40s sometimes. I think
1: Nair is still the the top keeper on the team. And I think you, at least through this next World Cup, she's the top keeper. But I could start to see you question it in the next couple of years. Like, okay, let's – who's next? (laughs) Like, who – Who's going to go next? Um, yeah, it's it's an interesting time. I'm kind of excited for this uh, women's championship here this summer. There's uh, I'm not watching the World Cup this year. Um, I know you you said you're probably there, and that's fine. Everyone has their own feelings that I'm not going to watch a World Cup this year. So I'm filling my summer with all sorts of soccer tournaments, and they're all on the women's side, like the Euros oh, yeah, and the, yeah. uh, the CONCACAF championship. So I've got soccer this summer it's just this winter. I'm not going to, I'm not going to jump into the, to the world cup. Um,
0: Well, I know you, you threw it out there, um, on the social media, but if anybody didn't see it, we needed, we need to decide on a team Mm. on teams for the euros this year. Yeah. Um, so if you have a a team in mind that you think we should 100% root for, um, in the euros, let us know on social media. We're at Brian and me, let us know, uh, what team we should be rooting for in the Euros this year and why.
1: Yeah, you definitely should. I am leaning toward is really not a pick. that's going to go far. I feel like, but I'm leaning towards Northern Ireland just because um, Rachel Furness is over there. She plays for Liverpool. So that's why I'm leaning towards Northern Ireland. Uh, Do I think they have a chance to win? No, God, no, I don't think they have a chance at all, but it's, it's going to be between, kind of a handful of teams i think you'll have of course the netherlands will be there france will be up there england's going to be up there spain and germany are also i think spain is really up and coming they're they're going to compete help us pick a team england is just too that's always the hot pick that's always the the pick that because we watch premier league we watch women's super league championship so england's always like kind of on the top of mind and it's always a romanticism about england but they're not gonna win they're gonna (laughs) screw it up at the end they're gonna they're gonna mess it up at the end that's what always
0: happens like i'm I'm looking at the teams that are in it and as right off the top of my head my initial reactions i'm leaning toward belgium just because it's it's one of the countries i want to really i really want to visit okay or one of the scandinavian countries that's not because sweden's one of the best in the world but like you're like a norway or an, uh i think iceland iceland's in there do you call it scandinavian though finland denmark i wouldn't
1: put iceland scandinavian
0: i think they're considered scandinavia yeah i think it's like
1: i think they're just like i because scandinavian are the three countries that are connected they're iceland and they're on their own. They're just their own island. They live their own life. I wouldn't put Iceland as answer this. Help us pick a team, then let us know. Do you think Iceland is part of Scandinavia? Because I know I don't.
0: I don't think uh, you are. know, I can't root for Iceland though. Um because Wolf of my the dentist dancing. We can't yeah, root exactly. for Wolf. Can, ne- can never root for Iceland. Greenland is covered with ice and Iceland is very nice. And uh gunner stall. Yeah.
1: Who also played the prep school kid in the next movie. It's completely different character. He wasn't He was going to solve. Uh, two minutes, well worth it. So help us pick. That'll be uh, your Ask Bam homework assignment or Bam Fam homework assignment. But those matches kick off on July 6th. We got one on the 6th, one on the 7th, two on the 8th, two on the 9th, two on the 10th for the first match day. There's going to be soccer. Whew. Be a lot of soccer. A lot of soccer! By the
0: way, according to Wikipedia, Iceland is considered part of Scandinavia.
1: Fuckers! Wikipedia is fake. Anybody can edit a Wikipedia page, Brent. Anybody can edit a Wikipedia. I just, page.
0: I just did.
1: <sighs> you just put it on there, you rat bastard. I've been hoodwinked. Speaking of hoodwinked, I don't know why I said that. Let's go. To, let's talk about the crew before we get to ask Bam. Okay, there's actually a good amount of stuff coming out about columbus soccer this week and it's not just the crew and it's not just the soccer players with penis penises peni. it's it's across the men and women's game there's a lot of stuff going on in columbus soccer this week it's pretty exciting so the crew have been off for the last two weeks crew two electric boogaloo have not been off the cappies have played very well over the last couple of weeks i love i
0: love the cappy thing (laughs) like the cappy thing is so great
1: it's it's so random and it's so amazing at first i I was like what the hell is this and i didn't like it at first but i've come around and now i love seeing cappy it's
0: it's such a random animal too to pick (laughs) like i don't really understand like where it came from or anything but yeah i'm i'm here for i'm very pro-cappy
1: it's here. It's here. The players um, are
0: even, <laughs> I think now there they're, a, <laughs> the players are even so part Fusano of it now. Had
1: a hat and a shirt on, a cappy hat and shirt. And then he was actually player of the match after that. He wore it to the match and then he won player of the match. So they're like, embrace the, the cappies, up embrace, the cappies, up the cappies. So the cappies have been playing real well. They they lost against Rochester. We're not going to go into Crew too much, but they won at home against Inter Miami to, um, or CF Miami too. Excuse me. They it was like five to zero or something. Real off sided affair. Yeah, take it. Fighting Beckhams. Federico was there. People was there, and he actually went around and talked to people in the Nordak, and he sh- he like gave high fives, shook hands, kissed babies, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was wearing his inner Miami stuff because he's a coach over there. But no, that was cool. But this week, the crew returned for their soccer for all night on two on Saturday. We're not gonna have just one tifo. But two tifos against my hometown but against Charlotte FC, Charlotte against Harrison FC. Awful, and Charlotte FC. Who's going to be their coach? Who knows? Will their coach <laughs> get fired this week?
0: See how the players it's, feel about it's it. It's actually going to be me.
1: Oh, Brian Case is going to coach him. <laughs> uh, but there'll be two TFOs this week. Pretty awesome for Pride and Juneteenth. One at the first half, one at the second half. Pretty legit. That's going to be fun. And then on. Uh, celebrating the the Pride match, Juneteenth this is then Monday after, <clears throat> and then on Sunday, the Cappies play at two o'clock, and then the Columbus Eagles make their triumphant return to Historic Crew Stadium, their third match in, in Historic Crew Stadium, first time since 2017. They're gonna play a doubleheader after the Cappies at 5 p.m. So it is a lot of it's a lot of fun stuff going on. A lot of articles I have to write this week, but a lot of fun. <laughs> Uh, stuff going on i have articles coming out for um, both of the designers of the main tifos over the weekend i'm interviewing some of the columbus eagles Uh, i actually interviewed the owner of the eagles for an article for massive report and i'm going to do an article with the players for the wpsl site so i'm writing about both of those Uh, i'll be at the match on saturday and then on father's day sunday i'm not going to go to the cappies match but i'm going to go to the eagles match and cover that for the WPSL. So it's a lot of it's a lot of good vibes and to make the vibes even better, one of the crew players could potentially be in the World Cup that I'm not going to watch. Cuz Australia today, they won their playoff match against Peru. Aussie Aussie Aussie. Oh, oh, oh. You can say it was a good day for the Socceroos today cuz they made it to the World Cup final groups. And they're actually going to play in the group with the United States. So, well, I that's... thought we I thought
0: we got uh, the Republic of. Oh, we had England and I thought we had Wales. Did they? Oh yeah, you're and right. We got Wales because so we got we got uh Bale. We get Bale oh, and yeah. Harry. We get Bale and Harry Kane. Fucking
1: hell. Um, and also Harry Kane being in a tournament, another reason why I wouldn't want to watch it. Anywho, but Milos Degenic, who did not play today, but Australia did win, and they're moving on to the World Cup. So maybe Milos makes the team. Um, I feel like he would be a good name to be on the team, and maybe as the season goes on with the crew, he's going to cement himself as a starter and get those minutes back to where he used to have them at at the beginning of the season. But good for them. So there are a lot of uh, mostly good vibes around the crew, minus like... Four of your stars being injured <laughs> and Lucas Pedro Santos, Artur, and Yaya Boa, a star. He
0: has things he's going fine. on with the owner's uh, other team.
1: Oh my gosh, the Haslam's and all, all the stuff with Sean Watson. And also, Jonathan Mensah suffers a big head injury during the international break in a match against the Central African Republic, I want to say. Um, yeah. yeah, I think it was Central African Republic. Um, the guy just ran him over like a semi truck. He cleared a pass uh, off of a free kick, got ran over. He had to go to the, they pulled an ambulance onto the field and he had to be taken to the hospital after the match. So who knows if Mence is even playing, but, um, at least you're playing Charlotte this weekend. <laughs> at least you're playing a team that's also, um, it's an expansion team who looks to have a rough patch over the last few weeks, but it's, um, it's whatever. There's a lot of soccer things off the field. A lot of good vibes around the team uh, with the supporters and what's going on with the tifos and the cappies and the eagles. So there's still a lot of fun to to be had this weekend, Columbus soccer.
0: You uh, you should all be out there, uh, out there enjoying the cappies, cheering on the cappies, and then cheering yeah. on the eagles. Cause for the team that comes in to play the eagles, there's going to be a heartache tonight. Mm. A heartache tonight. I know. I
1: Heartache tonight, I I knew. Knew. um oh also pup played hotel california they just played the guitar um, riff or between songs as i think the drummer was doing some they played the guitar <laughs> they played the hotel california guitar riff for a little bit and ryan and i looked at ourselves we're like you know what we're um probably in about 30% of
0: the people here know what the hell they're playing right now. <laughs> Funny that you say that cuz for um with the, the St. Paul show, you know how you know St. like Paul sings, so he mm-hmm. like during the show he literally has to take breaks during the show to like rest his voice cuz his yeah. voice is insane. Um the band did break into an instrumental cover of um I want you she's so heavy from by the Beatles from Abbey Road.
1: I want you
0: I want I want you so, you so bad. Bad. that's awesome yeah it was, it was it's pretty rad yeah. all great. right so i think we're ready thomas for the the part of the show that everyone loves the, the most popular oh. part of the show the part that really Ooh, brings control. really brings the kids in it's the part where you are in control all the kids are talking about
1: it yeah it's all over the tiktoks and the um and, uh, and the vines, yeah, it's everywhere.
0: Vine, uh, Google Plus, I've heard is, uh,
1: yeah, um, yeah.
0: a lot of chats about it on Zynga,
1: huge on LinkedIn, Ooh, huge on LinkedIn. Uh, uh, Angel Fire pages are going crazy about this.
0: My, my geo cities, uh, oh is... man,
1: oh, <laughs> uh, Tom on MySpace can't shut up about it.
0: Um, you know, I wonder whatever happens. Shout out if you know where, where Tom is right now. I think he's just really rich <laughs> often my space is explosion he's just really rich just See, like away. he had my space and my space hasn't led to any like worldwide misery like no, twitter seen... or or facebook In comparison
1: or... with um whatever the hell his name is for facebook i forgot his name which Zuck. is probably a good. yeah oh zucks um tom looks like his personality compared
0: to zucks well zucks uh... a robot um <clears throat> Let's move on to those those Ask Bam questions. We'll start out uh, as we usually do with the Instagram questions. Um, so, all women sports podcast. There's a podcast hey. we know uh, with three Chicago Red Stars pregnant Red Stars players pregnant right now. How impressed are you with the team? I'm very
1: Fairy. impressed.
0: Very yeah. is the answer.
1: Having a baby is crazy. That's tough work. We can't do it no nope. biologically we just can't do it i've seen it happen i've seen three babies uh born it's it's tough and then as a team where you're losing they are not just three like uh, players on the roster they're not filling the roster these are three starters that you're losing this is mm. a, i think if you didn't have expansion teams if you didn't have angel city in san diego taking up all the uh, content real estate if you didn't have that if you didn't have banter clubs like gotham just yelling into the void i think chicago would be the story of the season right now yeah i I think just from their play on the field it would be them
0: losing what they've lost like we mentioned earlier between the players you know keely is one is a really good player casey is a national team level player has played for the national team Sarah Waldmo, um, didn't she have the most starts in NWSL history? So something
1: like that. Yeah, you're starting eleven of injured players. Yeah, is probably one of the better teams in the in the league. Yeah, of just injured players right now. So it's it's insane. Yeah,
0: it's so yeah, super super impressed with with what they've been able to accomplish so far this season. Let's hope they they pick it up. Yeah. Uh, Robbie wants to know how many different team jerseys will Alex have before CC Kaiser retires.
1: Oh, oh, this is a good one. I'm just gonna sit in the bands. I'm just gonna sit in the in the shade on this one and kick my feet up and oh, enjoy. Shots,
0: it. shots fired.
1: As many um, as many as he needs. I guess as many as he needs.
0: Robbie wants to know our all-time starting five for the WNBA.
1: <sighs> this is a tough one because I've I admit I, I don't have a full-on encyclopedia knowledge of the WNBA. It's something that I'm learning over time. I know the current players now, but existing players from years gone by, I'm not going to be able to do it very much justice, um, but I can still I can wing it. I can go off of it. I think Lisa Leslie has to be in there for sure because she's she's doing the dunk. I'll mm-hmm. give her. I'll give Lisa Leslie. She's just a a beast out there. Uh, she was fantastic in the league. I'm going to put Brittany Griner in there. there go, 116 days in Russia. 116 days, which is 116 days too many. Hopefully, this gets taken care of. Actually, the State Department, the team provided an update from the State Department, pretty much saying, "Hey, keep." keep the presence known, keep talking about it, keep having it out there, keep publicizing her name, getting her name out there. Um, And I'm not putting her in the five because of that detainment. She's also one of the five best players (laughs) to ever play in the WNBA. She's insane. Um, I'll put... I'll put DT in there. I know she rubs Got people along the way, and I know Chicago supporters are especially a little annoyed with her, and they like making jokes at her expense because they beat them last year in the finals. But DT is 40. She's still she's still making it look easy out there, man. And she's she's still... been
0: consistently, if not the best player, one of the top probably five best players in the league for what the last 15 plus years i mean she was a force in college at uconn yeah and has been pretty much from the time she came into the league was immediately one of the best players in the league and has been her entire career
1: and she has one of the best uh phrases if you haven't watched the espn 2020 wobble documentary i think you should watch it it's on espn plus if you have it Um, she has a great quote because they asked her about like, oh, you retiring and blah, blah, blah. She said, why can't old people dream too? And I think that's just an amazing quote. And I actually got that shirt after seeing that quote. Nice. I was like, damn, that's good. So I have a shirt that says, why can't old people dream too? As as a, as a an old person who's probably pursuing stuff that I should have done like 17, 18 years ago, I'm going for it now. So that is a uh, spirit. Uh, I'm, I'm taking that spirit into my into my life now. So there's three players. I'm going to, um,
0: I had this, I had three of the same. I'll throw oh, Sue okay. Bird in at the point. Okay. All time leader in assists. She's like a, you know, it's like, it's like putting John Stockton or something into the point. Like
1: that's true. You are,
0: yeah. you You got that floor general, somebody to kind of mm-hmm. dish the ball out. Um, um, I'll put, I'm
1: going to, so I'll say Super. My fifth one, this is all recency buys. Most of them are, except for I think Griner DT, and Lisa Leslie stand the the test of time, but I'll put, um, it's tough for me. It's between a couple players. Uh, I'll put Candace Parker in there just because she was yeah. MVP and rookie of the year in her first season, uh, took LA to a championship, took Chicago to a championship. I was going to say Cheryl swoops too. Cheryl um, swoops. Cause she was part of those Houston teams that just like dominated for years oh, yeah. after year, after year. Um, but that's a team game too. Like they dominate for a reason. Candace Parker, she's like a one-person, you know, force. So I'm gonna put, I'll put, I'll put Cheryl Swoops and Candace Parker in there. I'll, I'll take Bird out.
0: I was also uh, the only other player I was thinking of was, uh, remember Tamika Catchings?
1: Yeah, she's one of the um, front office. She's a GM for the Indiana Fever, I think. Oh, or is she like really? That. I didn't know. Or that. She that's works cool. with the
0: Fever or something like that. Yeah. She was man she was a baller. I remember yeah. in, again I remember in college at Tennessee and then I remember she was a baller man mm-hmm. Totes. So that's that's the Instagram question so we appreciate y'all sending those out to us.
1: And we forgot to send questions out last week so there were no questions from
0: last week that we need to save. Um, these were we'll start with some of the questions you guys sent us to ask. Uh, soccer noob and person noob last week we'll start with uh, the aforementioned uh alex uh alex alex asks almost 40 years after chernobyl and three mile island how come so many people are afraid of nuclear power even though statistically it's the safest form of power and the second cleanest form of power and new technologies allow for the safe disposal of waste
1: i think it's risk I think the it's severity versus frequency. Sure, frequency is down, but when you have those issues, when you have severe issues that come up, um, which are rare, but when they do, it's hard to it's hard to contain. When if if you have other ways, if you have wind and solar power, and if you learn to harness that more, and it's not nearly as that you know, like I said, frequency severity type thing. That's why.
0: Getting into nerdy insurance stuff here. I, <laughs> I like know it. I'm an insurance
1: trainer, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, right. Just, uh, but that <clears throat> it makes it makes sense.
0: Hey, I, I did just pass today my AU 62 exam, so hey, I'm, I'm halfway to getting some letters after my name. Hey, CPCU. So, uh, Homer asks, which is the best lunchable and which is the best flavor of milkshake?
1: All right, well, the pizza lunchable obviously
0: all day yeah Fun. i mean it's, is that a question it's the pizza lunchable with the capri sun Oof. like come on
1: Ooh, come on son oh my god um <clears throat> milkshake this is gonna i'm gonna sound hashtag basic uh, i should put on my han solo boots and vest for this one because i'm gonna go to fall and i'm gonna pick <laughs> swanson's pumpkin milkshake it's just
0: it's good. It hits. And a classic I think it's because the window is
1: small enough. They only have it during a certain window, so it makes you want it more.
0: I couldn't decide between two. One of those is Swenson's, with I always get the chocolate peanut butter Oof. milkshake, which is just yeah, it's ridiculous. And then Sonic, who, Sonic, their drinks are chef's kiss they get the best Ooh. drinks okay. um they used to have this milkshake because my my friend and one of my friends in high school was a like an assistant manager at a sonic and he used to sneak me like free <laughs> free stuff out the back door a lot um and so they had a coconut cream pie milkshake
1: Coconut. Okay.
0: And I love coconut. Like I love like a coconut pie or like mounds, almond joy, stuff like that. So I like those. Yeah. But you need to have
1: some other chocolate or creaminess with it. Yeah. You can't just do coconut. Yeah.
0: But the best part of it is it had little pieces of pie crust in it. And so you would like it had a little bit bigger of a straw, and you know, you take a sip and you'd a little bit of that pie crust with the oof.
1: Okay. You won me over. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it was it was good shout out to anybody that remembers the uh coconut cream pie milkshake it's on it mm,
1: très magnifique
0: um then brian lenoy with um what is in my opinion the question of the night because anytime you bring up this particular topic um is going to be automatically the question of the night um i am very pro muppet <laughs> like i i love them i don't know why like i've always loved the Muppets. And so Brian asks, who is our favorite Muppet and which Muppet do we most relate to?
1: Okay. Huh. Okay. Huh. Do you want to take this one?
0: I do. I have, I have the same one for both. My favorite Muppet is Fozzie Bear. And I also, uh, relate the most to Fozzie Bear because most of my jokes don't land just like Fozzie. Waka (laughs) waka. Waka, 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 waka. I always grew up. Uh, my favorite Looney Tunes
1: character was Taz. I always liked the kind of hectic. I mean, I I listen to a lot of punk rock music. Animals, obviously. The Animals. Best. Animals oh, yeah. the best way. He plays the drums. The coolest instrument is the in, drums. In Dr. Teeth and Electric Mayhem. And the, the Dr. Teeth and the Electric Man. Come on. That name is amazing. He's in the... Uh, there's Geico commercials where he's playing drums in like the attic of a house or something like that, or a basement of a house. Oh yeah. Uh, we have, <clears throat> so that's animals. The best one. The one I relate to I'll say Kermit. I'll say Kermit except for not, it's not green about being easy uh, to to do. It's just life is not easy all the time. Right. Right. It's not easy being,
0: alive (laughs) i also feel like i can relate to gonzo a lot because he's like always getting himself into trouble like he's always doing something but it's it's always like like, rizzo maybe rizzo rizzo's good i'm i like rizzo uh
1: you remember muppet babies i do i remember the theme song and they used to have like a bunch of star wars references indiana Mm -hmm. jones references yeah Yeah. yeah.
0: oh shout out the original muppet babies by the way the um the other best Muppets are uh, Statler and Waldorf, the old men that sit in the uh, <laughs> that sit yeah. up in the uh, the balcony. That's some and just, good one liners, yeah. Oh yeah, just make fun of everybody the whole time. Like
1: it's it's hard to it's hard to strike out on Muppets though.
0: So. Oh yeah, well especially even when like you Seeger, st- like me 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 me
1: me 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 like me, even. <laughs> even bigger the swedish like, <laughs> yeah
0: i mean it's you can't you can't miss on the muppets i'm gonna go watch the muppet movie now like and Rainbow, like rainbow connection is just like a banging song mm. someday we'll find it the rainbow <laughs> connection the lovers the dreamers and, and me, me um <laughs> brian Question of the night congratulations brian you well did it. done we need more muppet content bring bring <laughs> us all your muppet content i could talk for hours about the muppets um because now now that he's officially now that disney owned star wars yoda's a muppet <laughs> <laughs> like you know all the sesame street characters are technically muppets like that's true they're like the
1: they're okay. They're the kids. They're the kids Muppets. These uh, Kermit and Animal and Miss Piggy and them—they're
0: the adults Muppets, except for uh, except for uh, Oscar the Grouch. That's true. Oscar the Grouch is well, is and everybody. the the count is a pimp. To be fair, oh, one slap, <laughs> two slap. <laughs> Dave Chappelle sketch or, uh, <laughs> Brian wants to know our thoughts on Kenobi so far. I haven't watched an episode. I haven't watched it either. I I, I did. I binged the Mandalorian and the Book of Boba Fett in like a weekend, a few Boba weekends ago when Alyssa was sick, and I was just like, "All right, I got nothing to do. I'm just gonna sit on the couch." And yeah, I just watched all of it like straight through. Um, I have not picked up Kenobi yet. It's on the list. I'm watching through uh, Stranger Things right now. So,
1: yeah, it's one of those shows that I just I'm gonna watch by myself. My wife doesn't want to watch it so I don't have a lot of time to watch that stuff because in the summer, that's just my busiest with writing and soccer stuff. Every, every weekend, it seems like I'm doing something soccer related. So I don't, I don't have a lot of time to watch it. And when I do watch some shows, um, like Saturday night, we, my son didn't go to bed till like 11 because we were out, (laughs) we went out to dinner for our anniversary. Um, my wife and I, not my son and I, my wife and I's anniversary. And he, um, um, he, he has to get at least 11 or 12 hours of sleep, at least. So if we put him in bed at 11, he's staying in bed until around 11 the next day. So I woke up at 7 because I'm broken human. And I always wake up at 7 o'clock, no matter what. And I woke up, did soccer stuff I needed to do. But then I, I've been watching Barry. So once I finish yeah. Barry, if I do get some mornings to myself, I'll start watching Kenobi. It's up there on the list. But Barry is really really good bill hater uh henry winkler oh my gosh it's it's a man Stephen root yes yeah, Stephen root's a good in it man he's it, it's a star-studded comedic cast and henry winkler is
0: god that guy's so hilarious he's he's amazing yeah he's amazing all right so now we'll move on to this week's actual twitter questions uh we'll start out of course with uh the aforementioned in our pre-intro frank the barber beefcake Frank first wants to know what. Mm-hmm. What do you think of when he says Nash Bridges?
1: I think of coiffed hair. That's what I think of when I think of Nash Bridges.
0: Don Johnson.
1: That's all. I, that's all that I think about is Don Johnson. I've
0: yeah. never actually seen an episode of Nash Bridges, other than I know that it was Don Johnson and Cheech, right from Cheech and Chong.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah, Cheech Marin. So. I'm going to go with uh, Cheech. That's what I know. <laughs> That's what I think of when I think of Nash Bridges is Cheech. And then I start going back to like all the old uh, Cheech and Chong bits that I that I heard my dad listen to as a kid, but I had no idea what they were talking about, but thought some of it was funny.
1: Now I get them.
0: <laughs> I get them now. Um, Frank also wants to know, Pez, is it underrated, properly rated, or overrated?
1: Are we separating pez from pez dispensers i think pez the candy are over i never hear people talk about pez i never hear so uh, they're properly rated because nobody ever fucking talks about the candy pez dispensers are are underrated are underrated i like a good collect collectible i don't collect stuff but i like a good collectible
0: yeah i would i would agree with you pez the dispensers also a, a particularly good seinfeld bit with the pez dispenser um, but Pez is the candy. They're like, they're Chalk. like Tums. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm good. Pass.
1: So if you have heartburn, eat some <laughs> Pez if you're out of Tums.
0: Good work. Um, Frank wants to know the best Ernest movie from me. I think he's just gonna ask that every week now. he's just...
1: spelled Ernest differently. He's not. I don't think he's talking about Ernest anymore. Is an earnest Ernest? I think he's a talking m- about like
0: a movie that's really <laughs> earnest. Um. It's a movie that's really earnest. Uh, Trying to think of something that like wears its heart on its sleeve. Inside Out is a very earnest movie. Oh,
1: yeah. Earnest for folks who need the the, 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 the definition resulting from or showing sincere and intense conviction. Sincere and intense conviction. (sighs)
0: Schindler's List. Uh, yeah, you can see you could yeah. I can see that. I can uh, see that. Um, I don't know. Yeah,
1: I don't understand your. I don't understand your question. And <laughs> I will not answer it. <laughs>
0: it's the Lucille Lucille Blues question of the week. Um, Frank wants to know if this week was brought to you by weather. I thought he said Walmart.
1: Are we getting no, our? Ep- he said weather. Oh. No, it's not brought to you by weather.
0: No, it's uh, brought to you by... Um, Tums. Tums, yeah. Tums, Tom uh, Tums. Because Roll Aids can go to hell. Go uh, fuck
1: off Roll Aids. <laughs> No one likes you. <laughs> Your mom doesn't even like you. Roll aids.
0: <laughs> Ooh, savage. Uh, Chicago Local 134 wants to know, which three Red Stars players are you picking to help you safely exit a Jurassic World Dominion predator-invested forest? I've thought about this.
1: I've thought about this a lot. Alyssa Nair has to be on there. Oh, hell yeah. Because she's going in first. And no, Alyssa Nair is... Total badass. We have to put the hurricane on there. Tatum Alonso is also going to be up there. Again, no fear, <laughs> no and fear at all. I think the butcher. That's what I was going to say. I know this is the summer of St. George, but this is a different context, different situation. I don't need any Cadanian niceness in the no. situation. <laughs> so I'm going to. Uh, that's yeah. That's actually. I was thinking about this question a lot. The last spot was between. Um, Colaprico and Gatro, actually. So I'm, I I went with actually Pew, though. She shouldn't take people's shit. She does
0: not. Uh, oh, she, I'm gonna. She would give that Velociraptor a little what for.
1: Okay. I, I'm gonna do Nair, Pew, and Gatro. I'm dumping. I'm dumping Malazzo for
0: my for She's she's a little too young right now, you know, right? Like what yeah, are, a
1: little what behind the years,
0: right? We need a little more experience in there, right? You know, life uh, finds a way. Jeff Goldblum, what a treasure! That that story I sent you this morning, sent <laughs> you and <laughs> you and Bryant uh, with, with Sam Neal talking about his son farting on Princess Di.
1: And, th- and Sam Neill was between the two of them, and he's just thinking this whole because t- that was a- that's the last time that he watched Jurassic Park, and you know Hollywood people they don't watch their they don't watch movies and that'd be weird it'd be like me if I listened to Brian Me, um, and yeah, Brian Me was weird. a blockbuster that would be weird, but Sam Neill, he didn't watch it until the since the London premiere, and so he's sitting there in the middle between Princess Di and his son, and his son keeps farting downwind. And uh, it keeps reaching Princess Di, and she doesn't respond to it at all. And then, what does Jeff Goldblum say after he's? This is in the presser for the latest movie.
0: He, he says, "says to Sam Neill, I can't believe you're still blaming the kid. <laughs> <laughs> he was 11 at the time. So, how old is he now? Like in his 30s? Probably. Yeah, he's
1: in his 30s now, maybe even early 40s. When did that come out? 93?
0: 93 or so. Yeah. I okay, so five no, or six. He's, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, so he's 38 or so, 38 something like that. This this
0: was of course before the queen had uh princess die killed. Right. 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 Cuz she did. For sure. Um, that's a conspiracy theory I 100% believe. Um, Homer Olsen, good old Homer wants to know which Premier League striker are Crew 96.
1: Uh, boy. Here we go. Um, I would I just want them to sign Divock origi. They're not going to Divock. Divock, Divock, Football without Divock is nothing.
0: Um, I heard from a very reliable source that Pep is worried that Holland can't adapt to the premier to the Premier League. He's already used to wearing a yellow kit. That's true. He comes. He's he's gonna lo- put him on loan this season mm. with the crew. Holland's gonna he's gonna get Holland ready for the uh, for the Premier League. He's gonna that's, get
1: Holland ready to
0: get second place
1: behind Liverpool in the
0: Premier that's, League. That's just season. what I heard. No, mm. I'm I'm legitimately I think it's uh, I'm I'm hoping for Pookie. <laughs> um, if it's Danny Welbeck, I'm gonna be pissed.
1: It's not going to be a Premier League striker. I, I I will tell you now. I will say with good element of uh, confidence behind it. I I pretty sure Taylor Twellman just took um, took qualifications and he kind of um, exacerbated things by throwing some stuff out there. I also have a theory that since he works for ESPN and since. It's about getting engagement for himself in the league and getting people talking talk about MLS so people watch his matches more. Um, I think also there's a part of entertainment in there where it drives engagement when you say a team is looking at a Premier League striker. And if you go to the Crew96 hashtag, you'll see two things. You'll see cappies and you'll see Premier League strikers that people are rumoring. So I, I think it's doing what Taylor wants it to do, but the crew are not signing a premier league striker
0: counterpoint. <laughs> Liverpool is having trouble getting the deal done since Sadio Mane. Oh my God. Stop <laughs> to, it. Sp- supposedly to Bayern. Stop it. Maybe Get it's, help. maybe it's Bez That's the, really the one holding that deal up and Bez is going to swoop in. And Sadio Monet to the Columbus crew. You heard it here first.
1: I'm gonna sign him for that $4 million. <laughs>
0: $4 million, and we're sending. Uh, we'll know. give you Miguel Berry and $4 million. <laughs> Who says no? <laughs> oh. Brian does think it's, uh, it's Pookie. Mm. Uh, I've seen somebody else say they think it's Josh Sargent. It's funny
1: that he says until June 30th, they're still a Premier League striker. <laughs> He's <laughs> so not technically, wrong.
0: you're still getting a Premier League striker.
1: Oh, um, bless your heart.
0: Soccer Noob with another really strong question, just because the song is a banger. Uh, what's the best way to get a song stuck out of your head, and why is the answer listen, listen to Brandy by Looking Glass?
1: <laughs> I don't try to get songs that are stuck in my head out. I just, I just ride the wave, man. <laughs>
0: Usually when a song's stuck in my head, I'll usually go listen to said song. And that and breaks that, it. That usually breaks it. But huh. the sailor said, Brandy, you're a fine girl. What a good wife you would be. Your eyes right could steal a sailor from the sea. Okay. I'm glad some, you sang it because I didn't look it up. Some good yaw rock, man. Oh god. We are. You
1: go to hell, you go to hell, and you die.
0: Which is, is, is well documented. We are a pro-yacht no, rock.
1: <laughs> we are not a pro-yacht rock podcast. My lord. If there's something I hate, it's yacht rock. Bee Gees can suck an egg.
0: Hollow notes? Come on, no. are you kidding me? No. The Doobie Brothers are coming to town this summer with Michael McDonald. Oh, my McDonald.
1: God. Oh, my God. If I hear Yamo be there one more time, I'm going to Yamo burn this place to the ground.
0: <laughs> you don't know me, but I'm your brother.
1: Oh, uh, if you want to talk about the most appropriated music, <laughs> it's Elvis Presley and Yacht Rock.
0: <laughs> <White>, Blue Eyed Soul. <laughs> oh, my God. No, get that shit out of here. Come on, some Boz Skaggs. You kidding me?
1: No, no, Bryant. We don't like any of that. Talk what's about, this? like, uh, what's his name from Lord of the Rings now? We don't like any of that.
0: You're Gollum all of a sudden. Uh, and our final question, Felix wants to know, is it possible to donate our knees to Sharples and Press? We're, we're not using them. I mean... <laughs> my knees have been carrying a lot My knees have been carrying a little too much weight over the years. I don't know that they're going to be much better off with mine than the ones they got now.
1: Well, I'm not, um, I I would say Kayla Sharples and Chris and press don't weigh anything close to either of us. So I think giving them our knees would actually, our knees would be like, Oh my gosh,
0: I feel free. I feel (laughs) light
1: as a feather. It's like oh, uh, grandpa Joe after that fizzy lifting drink, <laughs> you're just going to feel like they're running on, on pillows. Mean, so I think maybe our knees would be perfect.
0: You mean grandpa Joe after he got a, a free ticket to go to the chocolate factory,
1: sitting in that damn bed. Like he's a, like and he's
0: all a, of a sudden he can walk and dance and sing and couldn't go get a job. Right. Gr- grandpa Joe, the, the family's starving but grandpa Carly joe brings was,
1: a loaf of bread and the mom's like we'll have a real banquet that's a fucking loaf of bread mom
0: grandpa joe that can dance all of a sudden couldn't <laughs> go get a damn job great john
1: mulaney skit you need to you need to listen to that one great john mulaney joke right couldn't there. pull
0: us up by his bootstraps
1: <laughs> oh i think he actually i, t- I don't think i shared on the my I, I shared on the pod yeah yeah, I saw him live. I think he mentioned Willie Wonka for like a half second. He just
0: referenced the old joke. But yeah, anyway. Yeah, Definitely the villain Joe. of that movie. For sure. Grandpa Joe. All <laughs> right. So that is all the questions that we had this week, guys. We really appreciate you taking the time to send us those questions. This is the part of the show that we really enjoy because it's sponsored by you.
1: <sighs> we have no sponsors except for you. And you're not giving us any money whatsoever
0: so but you, if you, what you pay for. But if you want to, uh, we will take your money. Uh, I, still,
1: I still like the idea of our, our doing our, our Donatreon, where we do a Patreon where we just give all the money away to charities.
0: I think we could do that. But could we be like a crooked Donatrion? <laughs> 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 You're already trying to be corrupt. You're saying, yeah, we're
1: going to donate all the money. To my, I want a new tattoo fund, or I, or my, I need to pay rent this month fund, <laughs> no. or
0: the uh, the concert ticket fund. Or... Oh
1: my gosh, yeah. Oh no, I, now you're just we've lost all legitimacy. No one's gonna
0: believe that it's real now. The the PBR at at shows fund. Oh my gosh. <sighs> so on that note, guys, we appreciate it. Go ahead and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. We're at Bryant Me. You can follow Thomas at one Thomas Costello on both platforms as well. Read all the fantastic things that he's writing for massive report Uh, for land Grand Holy Land, uh, covering the WPSL. uh, Am I leaving anything out?
1: Um, I pitched another couple stories to Equalizer.
0: Ooh. Because
1: they pay per article and they pay a good amount of money. So I, I pitched a couple more articles. Hopefully, I can get those approved and start writing those but i've got um a lot of work in the hopper right now i got uh, some features actually it's not actually not match recaps or match predictions or any breaking news stuff like that i hate writing about breaking news i wish i could write just stories after interviewing people i like telling i like writing sports articles that aren't about the actual sport being played i like doing those so i have um I interviewed somebody within the crew front office or not even in the front office, but they've been with the team since 96 and they've had a huge impact that many people probably don't know about. That's all I'm going to say. So I have an article where I interviewed this person already. I really am excited to write it. Um, I just need to carve out some time where I can devote the time needed to it, but I'm really pumped about that. And I have some other fun ideas out there because I'm just at the point where if I want to write it, I'm going to write it. It's not really about, I think this will be mass appeal. I'm just going to write stuff that I want to write.
0: Boom. That's that's perfect. Speaking of great articles that you wrote, we talked about ACLs a lot earlier. You wrote a fantastic Mm. article. Um, just a couple years ago now, after the... Uh, this is 2021,
1: yeah, when Aiden Morris went when down. When Aiden Morris
0: went down, and you, yeah. it, you interviewed Jordan Angeli, and you mm-hmm. interviewed some other folks to discuss like what the healing process from that looks like. So yeah. go back and find that article, because it was a banger.
1: Thanks. Maybe I'll share it on the Brian Me account, just so you can uh, see it, because Jordan definitely knows all too well about ACL tears. Yeah. And it's not just about... It's about the mental, emotional, even like borderline spiritual work needed to mm. to go back from an ACL and the timeline and the yeah. So it's it's something that I think with press going down and we just see these injuries. Maybe hopefully not, but Kayla Sharples too. It's it, it really goes behind the scenes because I think a lot of the the reason I wanted to write it and what usually happens. I'll give you a little bit how the sausage is made. I have an idea for an article. I write it, it ends up being like 2,000 words or so. A pretty long article, which is not digestible most of the time. I think people like short and sweet because that's our attention span. I'll tell Pat, hey, the article's in, it's like 2,000 words. He's like, why is it 2,000 words about an ACL injury? He thought I was just writing about the player being injured. And then he every time I write a long story, it's like clockwork with, with Pat. I tell him I'm going to write it. I write it. And he's like, Oh, just warning, you know, it's really hard to write long articles, and you really have to do it in a certain way. And you really have to, and he he's warned me about this like four or five times since I joined in 2020. And then he reads the long article, and then he's like, Oh, that was good. And then he doesn't say, like, he doesn't give me so I like the Tifo article I did a couple like last year. That one, he was like, Save it. That's a really good one. All the long articles I end up doing, um, end up surprising him so hopefully if you like reading them i like writing them and really that's all that counts if i like writing them and i and i send it out there like i did one about the osu women's rugby club and i interviewed all these players and i, I had fun writing it did it get a lot of hits probably not but i enjoyed writing it and the people who are a part of the interview they enjoyed being a part of it and having their story told and that's really what it's about so i'm at the point where i know i can't really make this a full-time career i can't really quit my day job and do this so i'm gonna do whatever i want
0: there it is that's perfect so be on the lookout for all the great stuff that that thomas is writing out there because it's all it's uh to quote a the title of a sum 41 album it's all killer no filler All oh, every snap every single word is, oh is beautiful prose I won't go there. So, <laughs> so be on the lookout for that guys we appreciate uh, appreciate you sharing that with everybody speaking of sharing things share the show oh. share it with your friends family co-workers neighbors best friends enemies mm-hmm. randos that you meet on the street if you want to mortal and around, immortal enemies oh yes uh, we're big in the vampire community blue <laughs>
1: Did I tell you my vampire story from when I was a kid? No. I was, um, I had a speech impediment when I was a kid. I didn't stutter or anything like that, but my, my S's sounded wrong. And I had to go to like a speech therapist at school and I had to work through all of that. I was in like second or third grade or something like that, but I was a vampire prior to getting that taken care of. And all of my S's sounded like F's. So I'm with, my dad and my grandpa. And I'm a vampire. I'm a vampire. And as a vampire, as a kid, you know, like, I want to suck your blood. And I said that as a kid, and my grandpa and my dad loved it. They thought it was hilarious because these are these two older Irish dudes who they enjoyed you know drinking a little bit here and there but in my head i'm saying i want to suck your blood because i'm a vampire but i was actually saying i want to fuck your blood and my dad thought it was hilarious so did my grandpa so they let me keep saying it um so immortal enemies also all that to say um yeah how do we end on that note
0: sorry i mean that's that's 100% perfect. No, shout out to uh, the vampire community, the werewolf community. Uh, mm-hmm. the, we've got a large uh zombie community, um, yeah. that listens to the show. So, we we appreciate every single one of you for doing that. And, uh, please take care of yourselves, please take care of your mental health. That's super important. Please get out there and and do whatever you can to uh to advocate for whatever good things you can. I mean, there's so many things you can advocate for, especially during pride. Uh, pride month to be out there be be an ally be on the right side of history do the right thing and we love every single one of you hope you have a great week adios bye guys and gals and gender non-binary folk
1: happy pride month i don't know what it is you just live it every month folks fuck you mike dewine